This episode is brought to you by NordVPN. Listen up, nerds. No. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border and coast to coast and all the ships at sea. What? Hello, friends. Do you have a computer? Of course you do, because it's not 1987. Hell, you're listening to this on some kind of computer right now. But do you have a VPN? Oh, (laughs) what's a VPN, you ask? Well, my friend, a VPN is a virtual private network and it offers two key benefits. Enhanced privacy and security online. But VPNs do a lot more than that. VPNs shield your IP address, change your browsing location, and make online life easier. It's all about safety and security, my friends. But, like everything else in life, it's also about watching TV. Don't let your paid subscriptions go to waste. I use NordVPN to access my home content while I'm traveling. Wink, wink. Plus, secure your connection on public Wi-Fi in airports, hotels, cafes, anywhere you go when you're traveling. There's over 6,300 servers in 111 countries, and you can find a nearby server for the best VPN speeds. NordVPN is easy to use. Connect with one click or enable auto-connect for zero-click protection. And it's got amazing speed. NordVPN is one of the fastest VPNs out there. And with just one NordVPN account, you can use it on six devices. It supports every major platform, Windows, Android, iOS, Mac OS, Linux, even Android TV. I think those are all real. Don't miss out on all the awesome benefits for using a VPN. Go to nordvpn.com ifanboy today for a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. The link's in the show notes. Once again, that's nordvpn.com ifanboy. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, you ever feel like you really need to get something off your chest? This is this this is a, like a real thing. Like, if you're mad, if you're upset, if uh, if there's something going on, like the I, there's there's often for me an idea. Maybe it's a wrong. Maybe it's a moment. It's it's an injustice. It's something that because you, you keep going on and on over and over in your mind about it, and like that can create anger and resentment or shame, whatever it is. And very often. I have found, I am not a therapist, I have found that when you let it out, when you give it voice, when you say it out loud, um, sometimes it makes you feel better because you've, you've expressed it. And sometimes it makes you realize like, oh, this is not a big deal that I've, it's been stuck in my head. So you give voice to those things um, and it can make you feel a lot better. And shock of all shocks, therapy is one of those things that can help you do that. It can help you be able to say those things in a place where you don't need to worry about the repercussions of it, work your way through it, uh, figure out coping skills, how to get around it, you know, find, find ways to deal with that stuff instead of letting it fester. Um, if you are thinking of starting therapy, uh, if anything I said sounds familiar, you're like, oh, maybe my life would be a little better if I could deal with that kind of thing. You should give BetterHelp a try. It's fully online. It is convenient, flexible. It is suited to your schedule. That's the idea. That's what they're going for. Um, you can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. That's a big deal. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That that personal connection, I believe, to be super important. Again, I'm not a professional. Uh, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash iFanboy today. You get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash iFanboy. You're listening to Goodfellas Minute 27. <laughs> I know I'd go from rags to riches If you would only say you care Hello, welcome to Goodfellas Minute, the only podcast that analyzes the Martin Scorsese film Goodfellas, one swag-filled minute at a time. My name is Connor Kilpatrick. I'm here with Ron Richards. Hey, Connor. And Josh Flanagan. Hello. And Minute 27 starts with uh, Sonny 
finally getting an agreement from Polly. He finally broke Polly down to help him out. And Polly's going to go in on him in the restaurant to relieve his troubles with Tommy. And it ends with the destruction of Sonny and his restaurant. In one <laughs> 60-second loop, it goes from salvation to destruction. One glorious flame out. <laughs> it's just its a I, very efficient minute. I, 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 one of my notes is that Sonny is completely ruined in two minutes of screen time. <laughs> like the character just... Before we get to that... Yeah, when he finally gets at uh, the beginning of the minute, when he gets Polly to sign on, going back to uh, Josh's theory that this is all a scam by Henry and Polly to to get the restaurant from from Sonny, um, when Polly re- finally relents and pats Sonny's hand and says, "Okay, I'll go in with you. You run, you run the restaurant, and I'll help you out." There's a hint of a grin on Polly. Oh, yeah. Because he won. Because 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 it worked, and that's what sealed what sealed it for me believing Josh's theory about this. Because that's why I com- cannot believe you didn't know before. I didn't know before. I had I, I completely was I completely thought it was Josh. These are legitimate businessmen. <laughs> <laughs> They're just family men. Well, the that- fact that he keeps calling it my theory, it's like I came up with like rain. Right, because it's reality. <laughs> it says it's wet outside, but yeah, it's, it's raining. I had no idea all this was illegal. I had no idea. <laughs> If I had known. If I had known. So what happens, ends up happening, so Polly ends up taking a piece of the bamboo lounge, and we see in one uh, music-filled montage minute, we see how exactly this crew uh, will exploit that situation. And they will run up uh, the credit. Since Polly's now an, an uh, owner, he can charge things to the corporate account. So he... They just start buying swag and they sell it out the back without having any intention well, of paying back their notes. Well, I think I, I think the, the most important the most important thing is what as, what Henry we go back to Henry's voiceover and as he explains he goes now that the guy's got Paulie as a partner, um, Paulie will help him, but he's got to make Paulie's payment. So there's a minimum amount that Paulie needs to make per month, and if he doesn't make that from the restaurant business, he's got to find other ways. Fuck you, because yeah, for, which Fuck by the pay. way, for a very long time, this was my favorite sequence in the movie. Uh, the, the, Fuck you, pay me is an all-time phrase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, my it's, more, it's, in my more aggressive years of my life, but yes, that was it. Was the I've it, heard it from you more recently. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's not. It, it hasn't. It hasn't lessened. I'm like, oh yeah, he used to say "fuck you, pay me" all the time. No, you, <laughs> you still say it. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, but this used uh, to be my favorite. I like that this is what this is in this minute is a complete explanation of how the mob works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in one I mean, minute. it's 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 a full. It's even better than the one like it's it's a. A uh, place for the wise guys who can't go to the cops, which yeah. is kind of bullshit, really. This is really what it is. There's well, a there's well, a hang on, hang on. We need to caveat your earlier statement that if the mafia yeah. existed, this would be an example of how they operate. It's a vicious stereotype of a time. Also, I don't think right. anybody cares for your stereotypes, Josh. Yeah, so, no, that's uh, fine. Personally, me um, as well. Yeah. There is a uh, <laughs> they have real grease bullshit. Um, <laughs> did they say that already? Not they did. Yet. No, okay. Not yet. Um, uh, there's a Sopranos episode or, or storyline about this where he does that to uh, to the T1000 store. Is this Sopranos minute? What what what, what are you doing? No, no, no. It's just it's one of those things. Like it's the same thing <laughs> yeah. that, that they do here because the Sopranos is of course very referential of here. Yeah. Um, in a few minutes, we're gonna. <laughs> that's that's definitely getting to me. But it's the same thing. Like they go in, they take all, the, and it's funny because you're calling you're calling it a piece that Polly got. Yeah. Polly didn't get a piece of it. Polly en- engulfed it, you know. Polly. Well, he well, bought he- into a piece and he-, and he ate it all. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. I-, I I I I especially like the the cinematic um, representation or expression of showing us exactly, literally, what Henry is saying. 
Yes. That, that, yes. <laughs> that you, 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 buy, you buy stuff on, those, on the restaurant's credit. It goes in through the front door and you sell it through the back door. And they literally show you <laughs> the flow happening. <laughs> a, that shot is beautiful. Yes. Just for what it is. But B, the light in that shot is amazing. They did it like right at Magic Hour. So yep. think about that logistically, that in order to get that timing right and have all those moving pieces going on. I and mean, that, that is. What's so great is that that's just a slice of life. I mean, you've got a bunch of guys unloading a truck full of, cut, full of Cuddy Sark and, and other liquors. And then at the same time, you've got you know the guys taking the Maytag washing machines out the back door. But you also have the neighborhood just existing around it. Which, mm-hmm. which honestly, like, I mean, and, and I mean, Connor, look at that. Look at this shot. Does this look like a normal day in New York City? Yes. Well, you like, wouldn't know. Yeah, that you this wouldn't. is a business. It's yeah. a legit- you so, most so restaurants are unloading, or you know, washing machines out the sure. back. Sure, yeah, that's a normal sense. thing for a bamboo lounge. It type makes sense. Yeah. I don't think it would all be happening that much at once no yeah yeah <laughs> no, they, they definitely did that uh it doesn't no, but that just but, but but just the pedestrians walking around it i mean sure. you've got you've got a uh, old lady carrying groceries you got a random dog walking by you got three guys just standing on the street talking to each other you know like it just it's very it's just like this is life you know actually the dog's on a leash so i'm sorry my bad have it all in it reminds me a bit of the shot in gangs of new york in which we follow the irish immigrants off the boat into the coffins yeah yeah, he's, yeah see, he's, he definitely so, does that move. sort of that the, the whole circle of life in this one shot when i was watching this minute it dawned on me that i don't think these mobsters are good businessmen <laughs> why because when henry has nikki eyes from one of those tvs he goes yeah sure help yourself I mean, they just don't seem really interested in having a successful business. It's more about <laughs> bleeding it dry, and then they're more I, like I, I a, they're like other, quarterly earnings people. Yeah. yeah, I know of other, shall we say, uh, morally questionable individuals from other ethnic groups that are actually turning their in activities into very successful, highly lucrative businesses. Um, <laughs> I don't think I want to know any more than what you. I just don't. Said. I don't I even don't like knowing what I know. Uh, <laughs> it's just. It's just. It seems they're not very good at running a restaurant is what I'm saying. Well, yeah. So two, well, thing, two things about this. One, uh, note how many people this is employing. A lot. Yes. This, is a, this is a large crew of people. And they don't have to worry about benefits or anything like that. So it's not, it's not necessarily exactly the same thing. Two, I think, uh, speaking of Connor's, Connor's point, that is an unsanitary way to treat uh, meat. <laughs> just carrying <laughs> legs, well, carrying legs around barehanded. It was a different time. Yeah, I just, I just keep time. saying that to justify everything. <laughs> it was a different time. <laughs> you didn't yeah. have the Food and Drug Administration making it hard for small businesses, Josh. Yeah, exactly. I guess, that, I guess that's it. These are the kind of small businesses they're talking about, right? But, so uh, before, we, before we get to Sunny, um, fun fact, and since Ron mentioned it earlier, the Cuddy Sark yep. that they're, they're unloading, which is a blended Scotch whiskey from Glasgow, was first founded in 1923 and a favorite amongst uh, this particular crew of mobsters. You'll, you'll in fact, hear... Tommy, Tommy, at some point, order a cutty and water. Yep, this was a, a very popular whiskey. It's a good boost. Um, so, so before before we get to well, the- it's not a good boost. It's a mid. It's a mid level. Listen, it's subjective. It's not well, it's subjective. <laughs> um, how so? Given that we just saw the decadence of the bamboo lounge, and we saw the bamboo lounge at its high at its height was you as Henry stroll or or the camera strolled through meeting all the mobsters, and we saw the dinner and everything like that. How sad is it to see it during the day with all the lights off, with the the table shoved aside and just boxes everything like it just like for a moment I was like oh the poor bamboo lounge I used to you know it used to be nice there now it's just feel so bad for Sunny though. No, it's I don't feel bad for Sunny. For swag. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just a ware- basically a warehouse at this point. Yeah. So. so, here's my question. Yeah. 
Now, Sonny, he knows these people. He grew up he, with them. He knew he them all his up life. With them. He knew them all his life. He should know them all his life. Yeah, he's going to do something. He's going to do it. He's not going to do it. Yeah. But doesn't he? Why did he do this? Doesn't he know? I don't think he knows the intricacies of it. I don't think he. Yeah, I don't think he knew what what would happen. And the, the, and this is why. This is why. So so we're referring to the end of this minute when um, Sonny is there with his tie, his shirt unbuttoned and his tie undone. It looks like it's like the Monday morning after a crazy weekend. And there's a a, a, a a presumably a lawyer giving him papers or a banker giving him papers to basically shut down the business. And he says, "A fucking shame." Because I don't think he, I think he did. He thought that Paulie would be his partner and life would be great. I think the people who end up getting chewed up and spit out like this are absolutely surprised when it happens. Yeah, yeah, sadly. And this is—I hate to do this again, but this is—they—they they echo this in the Sopranos with with Artie and Tony. Like he's like, I yep. don't want to do that. Yeah, and that's actually like this is like a deconstruction of that. Yeah, uh, the other way around, but. In this There's also a brief, a brief moment. I'm sorry. In this scene where Sonny looks right at the camera, I don't know if it's a mistake or not. But yeah. there's a he's looking around at all the bankers and all the lawyers, and there's a moment where he looks right into the camera. I don't know if that's an uh, inexperienced well, actor or if it's uh, on purpose. Yeah, it's not unprecedented in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Right well, I, that's why I didn't know if it was meant to be or if uh-huh. it was just a guy because it wasn't like he held the camera. He just looks at it for a second and keeps yeah. going. So, so the, the benefit I, I, I bet that's on, that's totally on purpose, or at least it was left in on purpose, obviously, because you know he's he's looking again at the audience. Like, look, look what happens. You no, see this? I, I, I do. You're giving it far too. You're giving Scorsese far too much credit. I, think, I don't. I think, I don't Anyone gives Scorsese too much credit. This is so meticulously cut. (laughs) Right, but I think this is the shot they got, and he happened to look in the camera, and they didn't get a shot where he didn't. They didn't know. They didn't know he looked in the camera. It's nineteen eighty-nine. They don't have. They don't have up to the minute video. The filming. They put it in the movie. Well, because they didn't get another shot. No, I no. That's built. I don't buy that. I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 this movie is like meticulous down to the, the quarter second. I mean, it's, it's cut frame to frame. Yeah. You've got one of the most brilliant editors of all time. They know exactly what they're doing with that, whether, right. whether it was by design or, or a decision later, but it was a decision. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I, I just think, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm 100% behind the artistic vision of the movie and all, and all that sort of stuff. But I just, I, I, it's such a brief flick. It, it reads like a mistake. It, re, it reads like he, yeah, it doesn't read like it was directed. That's all. And, and Well, metatextually. Yeah. Well, it's all a mistake. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I will say the benefit of watching this minute by minute is that I never realized that uh, Jimmy is standing behind Sonny watching the papers get signed. Oh really? I never noticed oh. that before because it's just because it's a it's a slow zoom on Sunny, and I just always assumed it was all bankers and everything. I never and then I I press pause. I'm like, oh, there's De Niro, <laughs> like, and he looks really like kind of curious as to what's going on. <laughs> hey, what's going on here? He can't he can't read. Anybody yeah. I can rob? Here? <laughs> yeah, but there's uh, very, there's a very swanky uh, red and white striped shirts coming out of that. Uh, it is, yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, all out of yellow cardigans. No pretense of this being a restaurant anymore. It is just a warehouse. Yeah. Now, my my one question, the observation I had about this is, and, and Connor and I were talking about this before we started recording, um, which I think is kind of funny because we, I'm not sure what is the time that has elapsed for this to go happen. Like from the moment Paulie comes on board to the moment the restaurant falls down in the movie, it's 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 a minute, like we said. But is this over <laughs> the span of years? You know, like where? No. Like I'm I'm curious to see how long it took for it to all get blown to shit. I think they're like cockroaches. Yeah. Like they find their way in, they just completely fill it up, and you know, like take everything out of it and leave it destroy like as like as fast as possible. It's uh, my locusts. guess is months. They're locusts. Yeah, yeah I'd say six Whatever. months. Uh, that even that feels long, but yeah, some no no more than that. Yeah. Well, it depends on how much credit he had. 
and you could rock some credit pretty good. Yeah, they're they're uh, ordering mirrors for God's sakes. I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is that Nikki Eyes in there with him? It is, yeah. Nikki Eyes, yep. He, he's, he, that's who he asked for the TV. And he goes, yeah, sure. To be fair, who is Love Mirrors? <laughs> so, so, you know, there's that to think about. Should we talk about the music? Absolutely. Of course, the music, this is, it's important in all the minutes, but in this one specifically, uh, Playboy by the Marvelettes, a girl group, uh, best known probably for Please Mr. Postman. Wait a minute. That's a hit. Uh, that's released. a hit, man. It's a, it's a, yeah, and they, they knew it immediately. They heard it. I know a hit when I hear it, and that's a hit. <laughs> the song was released in 1962. It reached number seven on the charts. That's a big hit. Uh, it's co-written by Gladys Horton, one of the vocalists. Which is, which uh, at, and the they time, were not- at the time, a, f- a female African-American you know, s- s- co-writer of a song. That was a big deal. So. That is, 1962. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, still, still some rough times then. Yeah. Um, and they were knocked out of popularity by the Supremes with whom they had an intense rivalry um, and uh, who are much better remembered, it turns out. Yeah, the, the, that, that pop music landscape of the 60s was brutal. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, but the Playboy by the Marvelettes, great song. Now, Ron, you <laughs> mentioned that Jimmy's standing behind Sonny, but it's also in front of him is Tommy. Yep. And Henry, so it's not just the one lawyer slash banker. Oh yeah, no, it's the whole it's the whole group. Yeah, they're all looking over it, and I, I knew Henry uh, Henry would lean because I, I Henry was helping to run the joint. I expected it, but I, I don't know why I never noticed uh, Jimmy there. So it's sort of a, it feels like a strong arm situation. It does, like they're forced. They're part of a crew. Yeah, <laughs> it's a fucking shame, though. Sorry, Sonny. It's a fucking shame. Yeah, love that band right now. <laughs> uh, fuck count Classic for this joint. episode. Yesterday was four. Today is four. And, and mostly and from mostly from the voiceover. Fuck you, Henry's. pay me. Fuck you, pay me. Fuck you, pay me three times. Just the way the way the intonation on the fuck you, pay me, like the it's like it's the, the they're perfectly pun- they're punches. You know, yeah, like the, it's perfectly yeah. enunciated. You're yeah. exactly right. Yeah. Fuck you, pay me. And, and what's great? What's great is the context of the whole thing. It's just like, like, like the how it builds up. Like I forget the exact early lines, but like how it's saying, like, oh, there's a problem with the whatever. Fuck you, pay me. You know, something, something. Fuck you, pay me. Place got struck by lightning. Like the craziest of things. Fuck. It just shows that there's no excuse. Like it doesn't yep. matter what happens. Paulie has to get his money. Right. Once you once you sign that that contract, you you have to pay him. I don't think there was ever a contract signed, but once no, you, you don't you don't think it was all legal and no, up above board. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't believe that contract would matter. And I also don't. Th- and I also don't think Paulie ever went back to Sonny and say, "Hey, sorry about the restaurant." Like he, you know, like that's it. Oh no. Yeah. No. 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 Yep. no absolutely. There's a reason why Paulie's not at the at the signing paper scene. Probably in prison. But yeah, well, but he, the, didn't pay, he didn't pay him. The the fuck you pay me's are just they're great. It's just like in the oh the the cadence of of Leota in that voiceover is just amazing. You'd think he had a lot of experience doing voiceover before this, but uh, it's really the it's the voiceover of the last thirty years. Like I, think, I can't. Think I of, think he missed out on a great voiceover career though. Yeah. yeah well, I after think, this, he seemed to miss out on a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, that's all I got for this minute. Fuck you, pay me. Is that it for 27? Yeah, that'll do. That's it for minute 27. Thank you for listening. You can tune in tomorrow for minute 28. In the meantime, you can check us out on Twitter at GoodfellasMin and on Instagram and Facebook at GoodfellasMinute. And you can find all of our episodes at GoodfellasMinute.com. You can support the show at our Patreon at Patreon.com slash GFM or support us on GoodfellasMinute.com slash support where you can shop via Amazon. And if you have any questions of any, or anything of note, you can email us at contact at goodfellasminute.com. And then we'll be back tomorrow with Minute 28, in which things get fiery.
Huh? <laughs> I see what uh, you did there. I'm Connor. <laughs> Fuck you, pay me. I'm Ron. <laughs> I'm Josh. Or will I go from a rags to return? My fate is on.